Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. If he hits it with his stick above his head. You're not going to like it, but the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from (laughs) Garrett Rank. Well, we have our new favorite referee in all the sports. A referee last night in the NHL came out there. You're not going to like it. And then gave the call. I think we need to incorporate this you more and more. I, th- I think when uh, refs. Fair say, and balanced. They get on the mic, they should give you a little opinion before they tell you what the call is, just to kind of ease the burden there. Like, imagine if, if the Eagles, you know, they score a touchdown mm-hmm. and then um, for whatever, the replay rever- reverses it, right? They take it off the board. Could you imagine, like, you know, Gene Steratore, whoever, picking an NFL referee, right? Come on, I'm sorry. Sorry, this, guys. Yeah, this is going against you. You might not love to hear it, but no touchdown. Still, you're still gonna get booed. Still Either way, get, yeah, you're still gonna get your feelings hurt. I just can we play it again? I, I want to hear. It's just it's the best is how he he lets them down. He tells them and then he tells them what the call is. If he hits it with his stick above his head, they're not gonna like it. But the call on the ice was correct. No goal. Oh, that's some good uh, description there from. <laughs> Should I start that when I have a take? You're not gonna like it, but here's the reality. Is start every of the, show with because this. you're I gonna guess, like it. The acrobatics, because you know, a few weeks ago we had a Brandon Ayuk play where it bounced off somebody, the flag was thrown, mm-hmm. and whatever, and it was still a good play. So we all assume that the referee just let it go. Sound like that's kind of the same thing. It was some weird stuff going on, and he just said, "You know what? I know you're not gonna like it, but this is the right thing. This is the right call to make." Yeah, we gotta what make. It's like. about the call, but just like I just, I'm just laughing at the fans getting so. You're not gonna <laughs> like this. I probably would have started laughing. Honestly, I mean that's funny, but I, I have a. Just in like an umbrella sports take here mm-hmm. that I'm going to throw at you. Okay. What you got? I think every professional sports league, even with the knowledge that what I just said is true, that it's professional sports leagues, need to cut the act a little bit. Like, what it's, do you mean? It's a game, okay? This whole idea that they need to be buttoned up and the referee needs to just, you know, wow. get in and get out. Like, stuff mm. like that is way better for the game. Like, mm. you're not going to like this, isn't that? Like, the, we need to stop pretending like this is some high and mighty. Like, I'll give you an example here. With uh, the PGA Tour last week, Jordan Spieth getting uh, he got disqualified mm. because he signed off on an incorrect scorecard. It's 2022 or 2024. I'm sorry, <laughs> math. Yeah, we have, know what century is. Yeah. Kyle's two years ago. Hey, but we I'm have, not, we have computers like I'm the for only this one. stuff. <laughs> so like this whole idea that he needed to like just because the proper etiquette of golf said that he also needed to sign off on a correct scorecard. Like cut the act, dude. 
We're all playing a game. Like, yeah, but it's the gentleman. That's well, the gentleman. Yeah, but golf's too stuffy. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the same thing with with uh, with MLB. Everything's got to be. You know, the baseball manager has to wear the full uniform. Like, shut up with all this stuff, dude. We're all playing a game. We're watching a game. Everybody yeah, lighten up a little bit. Games, so I agree with you on the, your overall thing here. But what do you want the baseball manager to wear? Uh, like a suit and tie or something? Or just like normal? Tie, like Connie like, yeah, Mack? Well, no. How about, like, he doesn't need a suit and tie. But, like, why is baseball the only sport where they have to wear the full getup? Like, could you imagine Nick Sirianni putting on the Eagles uniform on the sideline out there? Well, he probably, he probably actually, would for like Nick, it. yeah, that might not be a good Run, thing. Running down the He's going to go try to tackle someone right. on the sideline. I mean, like, it doesn't really make any sense to me. He just, so he doesn't have to wear a suit and tie. That's a little over the top. But, like... Maybe uh, or, or just the jacket with your team's emblem. Oh, on. I get. What you know you're what saying. I mean? Like, what do we got to well, do the whole or like, like they used to do back in the day? Like, we just got to cut, cut the BS. Like, Ter- stop acting like this. These are hard and fast rules. It's a freaking game. Terry Francona actually a couple of years ago had to get an exemption. He has some sort of like circulation problems, so he had to wear like a more comfortable shirt. He couldn't wear the button-down shirt. He had to get an exemption from Major League Baseball to wear just like a, a you know like a simple. Athletic uh, Cleveland shirt what, instead the, of the, the shirt, shirt was was cutting off his circulation. Yeah, well? he had some sort of yeah, he had real health issues. I, I, I'm but just tired of the holier funny. than thou act with with a freaking sports game. Um, I so let me add, now that you threw this out there, which sport? And we know baseball is the only one where the manager slash coach yeah. wears the uniform. Which other sport would be the funniest? Like imagine Tortorella on skates. Yeah. Imagine what about, like, Sirianni, sleeveless uh, Doc Rivers, I, like that, with the. <laughs> A basketball uniform, yeah. like Nick Nurse in a basketball uniform. Yeah, but with the sleep sack, he's showing off the guns. Well, I actually have another take on this. I, I think we've gone too far with the uh, – after COVID, the NBA coaches never went back to looking like they're – Yeah. Work. I mean, they look like slobs. Yeah. They I mean, like – so you – like Jay Wright dressed nice to coach a basketball game. These guys now – wore a lot of cologne, too. Jay or just yeah, in general? Yeah, he wore a lot of cologne. He was Mr. Overspray. <laughs> Mr. Overspray. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I mean, I overspray, too, so I – I don't think I'm talking out of turn. Just these are facts. Just yeah, it's just like he's wear a lot of cologne. All right, another fact here. We got some big news in the NFL. Ian Rappaport reporting this right now. Salary cap news. It certainly affects the Eagles. It affects how they approach this offseason. Here it is. The NFL announced the 2024 salary cap will be $255.4 million per club. Uh, that's an unprecedented $30 million increase per club in this year's salary cap. And it's the result of repayments and deferrals and all that kind of that's kind of boring stuff. But the reality is this, Hugh. Thirty million jump from last year to this year in the salary cap. And why that's significant is is the kind of the thought process these teams had was it was going to be in the two forties. It's going to be two fifty five point four. Hugh, that tells me the Eagles and every team will have some extra money to spend here. And I think this makes it more likely they can move on from a player they may have to take a cap hit on. Yeah. I mean, it just gives you a little bit more money in the coffers yep. so you can make some moves that, that you know, we were just talking about probably couldn't make, but now it makes it just a little bit more easy because that cap hit won't be as great. So, yeah, we might we might be in a pretty good spot. I also wonder, because um, it said the increase in media revenue for the season, you know where this money's coming from, right? This is coming from the YouTube Sunday ticket. It's coming from the Peacock game. It's Peacock. coming from the Amazon stuff. I mean, all this money starting Everybody to Everybody trying right to get now. a piece of that pie. Yeah, and the NFL is going to spend it because they share it with the players. So extra money, 255.4 is the 2024 salary cap. That's the number Howie Roseman has to work with. 215-592-9494. We just jumped in. Major or minor moves? What do the Eagles need on this roster this offseason? I think major. And the Phillies. I think they have enough to win the NL East to compete with the Atlanta Braves. Agree, disagree. Let's go to Drew, who's in Westchester. What's up, Drew? Drew. 
Hey, folks, so I got a TV show uh, for you guys at the end, a good one. But uh, I just had to get off my chest to start this current A.J. Brown discourse. There's, there's one person to blame for it, and it's A.J. Brown. It's not Kay Adams. It's not Derek Gunn. It's not Elliott. It's not even Craig Carden. So I, I, like, there's a reason we're not talking about Devontae Smith getting traded. You know, Hassan Reddick, like, he still could get moved, but there's a reason it kind of quieted down a little bit after he put out that tweet. Like, AJ could easily stop all this if he wanted to, and all he's done is, like, fan the flames with it. Yeah, I mean, Drew, when he was asked by Kay Adams, because that's the only time he spoke at length, you know, since the season ended, about being here, I, mean, I, I we said it that day, like, all he had to say was, I love the Eagles, I want to be in Philadelphia, and then it would have been... It would have been off of him, right? Then it would have ju- the only way he wouldn't have been here is if the Eagles didn't want him. It wouldn't have been anything about him. It's he didn't do that for whatever reason. Yeah, like it just doesn't have to be this difficult. You know, I don't lose my patience easily. I'm trying to keep reminding myself that he is one of the best players on the team and the offense is a lot better with him, but he's really testing it right now because this has just gone way too far to the point where like we don't need this drama coming off the season. Like just just, just, just like be an adult for a little bit. It's, it's really, it shouldn't be that hard, but sometimes it is. Drew, what are you thinking here with this roster this offseason? Major, minor changes. What are you thinking? Uh, yeah, so I definitely lean more towards uh, major changes. Now, I do want to keep Hassan Reddick. I think he's a guy who does want to be here, so I wouldn't count him in that. But I kind of think you have to, you know, I don't, we don't know who like the bad apples are, but I kind of think you have to make an example out of like someone and gut like a major name here. So I, I do favor making some, making some big changes there. And how he usually does, you know, whether it's to be bold in a good way or to be bold in like kind of a shakeup way, how he's not typically like, let's just tweak things. He, he likes to make some big moves here. Drew, I know you're excited for the Phillies here. What do you think about this division? I, I don't like the idea of just conceding it, going in and saying the Braves are going to win. And I think they could compete here. Yes. Yeah, so I definitely think we can do it and kind of to, to Kyle's point, like he's talking about wire to wire. Honestly, I think the key to the thing is, you know, I assume Nola's probably going to be the opening day starter. I think a lot comes down to Nola. If we get like even year Nola where, you know, he's got an ERA like low to mid threes and he's real good. I think we're right there with the Braves, but we can't have, you know, like four, four ERA Aaron Nola or him take a month to ramp up. So he's the guy who I got my eye on um, early in terms of getting us off to a fast start. Yeah, and, and we know he had his best. He's, uh, he's had those great years like he did two years ago. Drew, what TV show should we watch? All right, so I'm a little biased because I did a little work with this show, but I wouldn't be telling you guys if it wasn't good. Uh, there's a show called Mr. Robot. It's kind of like a setup of like there's a guy who's like a cybersecurity engineer by day, vigilante hacker by night it's uh really good now i wouldn't recommend it with gummies you got to be focused you got to be locked yeah you know what you know what drew i think you guys will like it to answer your question or to to your statement i did try to watch it with gummies it didn't work (laughs) to your point yeah because you you gotta you gotta pay attention yeah yeah i had i was was rewinding and i'm like man i'm lost Cause it's like it's so much stuff going on that if you you miss like a, a, a important plot point, mm. and I was like, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, okay, that's but a good try, one. Sure, we appreciate it. <laughs> I like how you, you had that memory. Like, yeah, I did this. And no, it didn't I did work try to well. watch Mr. Robot. I did because it got pretty good reviews, but it was like, yeah, it was. I, I watched it the wrong way.
You watch, watch it the wrong way. Yeah. Well, and those, those, uh, when you try, you ever watch something, or I do this sometimes with books, then you're kind of like half paying attention or you're half focused. Yes. Some, there are some, you know, some TV shows, so even some books, you kind of just like, you're half in, right? You're, yeah. Your mind's half there. You're talking to somebody, you can still get through it. And then there are others where if you miss something, you're lost. You don't know what is going on here. All right. I just pulled up the Philly schedule to start this season because Kyle's on his wire to wire thing. I, this is the first time, I guess, since it came out last year that I actually looked at the Philly schedule. This schedule does get give off a vibe. They could get off to a really good start this season. So I'm looking at the Philly schedule. Now they open with three versus Atlanta here. That's obviously very challenging. After that, they're home against the Reds. They're at the Nationals, at the Cardinals, who stunk last year, by the way. Four at home versus the Pirates. Three against the Rockies. Three against the White Sox. They play three of the three of the bottom four or five teams in all of baseball early in April. That's a nice little. That's a nice little start to the, the season. This schedule is remarkably favorable. Fr- yes, early. Other than Atlanta, I don't see a team they're going to play that I am sure is going to be good until. I, I'm seriously, guys. Like the middle of May. I mean, like the Phillies have a very favorable early schedule. So two things: one, that wire to wire thing we may bring up again if it becomes a thing in early April. Two, there's no excuses you not to get off to a good start. Yeah, especially when you talk about the the, the schedule playing out the way that you have. You just got to make sure that you're doing your part in all of this, and nobody gets hurt. Biggest thing with spring training because we saw it last year with Hoskins. Nobody gets hurt. Well, that was the thing last year. And the other part was they had guys that were behind. Like, Bryce was behind, yeah, right? Yeah. He was recovering, trying to get himself back. But I am even more encouraged now after looking at that early part of the schedule. Look at Kyle. About to make that easy. Man. Wire to wire. I don't think FanDuel will give you odds on that, but you get a pretty good number on that. Let's talk to Mad Mike. Who's up next? What's up, Mad Mike? Hey, how are you guys doing today? What's, What's up, Mike? Mike? What are you thinking? Uh, I'm thinking, uh, you know, I'm loving the, the chaos lately. It's uh, It's been fun. You know what? The the Eagles created this, Mike. That That's my yeah. – the part of this that people are like, oh, there's a lot of chaos and rumors. Well, it's because they've been vague and weird about what happened for three months now. Can, can I say – I'll say this. The owner and the GM have created this chaos. And it's because the owner's terrified of having another Chip Kelly and Howie Roseman's always looking over his shoulder because he's worried he's going to lose the uh, his grip on his tenuous power that he has. And that's why – when you bring in a moron head coach that has no business being moron here, so this is what happens. Moron is so strong. Well, you know what he happens? There's well, there's no there's no adult in the room. I mean, that's the problem, Mike. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, it, if the coach is not the adult in the room, well, then young athletes aren't going to be the adult in the room. It's not good. I mean, the fact that I have to hear that Big Dom is like, you know, <laughs> saves him from himself on the side, that's stupid. Like, that's childish and immature, and he has no business being our head coach if that's what it takes to stop him from being a moron. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Mike, I'm guessing you think there should be a major overhaul this offseason. Of yeah, course there should be. There's, they should get guess. rid of the GM. They should get rid of the coach. They should do the entire defensive side all over again. And you know what? For good measure, you need to think about that offensive line. If you lose Jason Kelsey, isn't going to be that world class offensive line anymore. Well, there's well suddenly there's for the first time in forever there's major questions like does Jurgens go to center? Does he stay at guard? And you have to get a new center. A lot of questions, Mike. What TV show should we check out? So uh, there's a show with a couple seasons uh, on Netflix, and it just ended it last year called You, and that's fantastic. That is a great show. You like why are you you? 
Yes. Yes. All right. You, Mike, Mad Mike says. Well, you're surprised there, Mike. We appreciate that. Mike wants a full overhaul of this thing. Major changes. No, that doesn't surprise me. That that's kind of his his uh, brand. Yes. He's 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 on brand. He's definitely on brand. I don't know about that. Like I said, I don't I don't think that's the case. We definitely need some defensive players. No. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Question about that, but just like a full-on overhaul? I don't think so. That, don't so think that. the additional cap space does it, it does give Howie more options here. There's just no question. And, and every GM, but... Howie Roseman, Elliot just put up a, uh, a a tweet saying that if they do a couple of things, they could have up up to $50 million in cap room. I mean, Howie's going to have some room to work with here, and it just depends on how he wants to use it. Does he make a trade for someone? Does he, does he, does he cut someone who may have a cap hit, but it's okay because he's got this extra money to kind of play around with? They have, they have flexibility, and Hugh, that's a good thing because – if it's twe- if it's tweaking or going big, they they got to do something because this thing ended bad. Yeah, it ended real bad, man. And, and that's why I believe, like especially on the offensive side of the ball, we get a couple of these young Thundercats to play defense, we're gonna be okay because we have enough offensive firepower that we can compete. You're talking about a team that I think the year before was like what 20, 30 points a game or something close to uh, that. Th- yeah, they were in that range. Yeah, yep. some some close to that. So you can get back to that. You can definitely get back to that. You got to be a little bit more creative offensively. And I think that there's going to be some tough coaching. There's going to be some tough love this year for the quarterback. I think there's going to be some 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 hard coaching, and there's probably going to be some accountability on his on his end. And these press conferences that he does, uh, I would probably think that you know being a little bit smug and snarky probably probably shouldn't do that. Bro. Yeah, I think I'll use a line that you like to use. That dog. Yeah, that hunt. dog don't. That dog don't. Hunt. Yeah, no, not anymore. Not not after the season we just had. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Can we hear the Peter King thing? A wake up call for Hertz. Peter King this morning with uh, DeCamera Richie talking about this year for Hertz and maybe it being a, a wake up call for him. What I think is that this year to Jalen Hertz was an absolute total wake up call. If he doesn't view it as that, if he comes back as the same sort of aloof guy that he was, especially toward the end of this season, well, then he hasn't learned a lot. And part of playing quarterback is to basically lift the rest of your team as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one thing that has to change this offseason. It is something that has to change. I mean, I think that – I like that phrasing, wake-up call, right? Because that wake-up call gives you the, the idea that it could be fixed, right? A lot of times yeah. in life we all get wake-up calls. Like, I – all right, I screwed that up. Now I change, and we figure this thing out together. Like this, we could look back one day and say this past season was a good thing for Jalen Hurts. He, yeah, he saw and they saw what didn't work, what did work, and then he he changed it. And that's what I believe can happen. You know, this is this is not zero sum. 
I don't think this is something that can't be fixed. They just have to be willing to fix it. And you have to be willing to have those tough conversations. I think Jalen throughout his life, he's been coached pretty hard. So I don't think that being coached hard is going to be an issue for him. Because I, I refuse to believe that all of a sudden he forgot how to be a leader. I think that there were more demands on him this year to be a more of a leader than there ever have been before. But I think that he can live up to those expectations because he's been through a lot. When you talk about his, his career path and what he was at Alabama and all this other good stuff, I feel like he's put himself in position to have the success that he had a year ago. Mm. And I think that he can, you know, bounce back and have the, the success that he's had in the past. Let's go to uh, – we got here. We got Chris. Chris and Ben Salem wants to defend Bryce on the contract situation. What's up, Chris? Yeah, hey, guys. How you doing? Uh, hey, Chris. Just wanted to hop on. Um, actually, I have an Eagles point, too, now that you guys are on it. Hugh, I wanted to kind of pick your brain since you've lived it. You know, with Fangio coming in and running a 3-4 or what will probably be a 3-3-5, right? Like, they'll put that extra nickel out there. You know, how important – I just think they've, they've undervalued – the linebacker position, and, and maybe even they don't know what they're looking at when they go and get linebackers. Uh, what, what's your take on it? I think that there's something true to that, but when you look at Coach Fangio and, and the defense that he's, he's had in the past, I think that linebacker play has been huge. You know, you talk yeah. about a linebacker that, that, that went into the Hall of Fame this year that we had a chance to talk mm. to, Patrick Willis. He's a big part yeah. of Big Fangio, him and Navarro Bowman. Those two guys together, man, they were, <laughs> they were pretty, pretty good. So yeah. I think that going into this draft – or even going into free agency, he's going to try to identify a guy. Might not be the guy that he wants, but somebody that's going to help them do exactly what he wants done on the football field. And another thing oh. I'll say about that, Chris, is that when I look at the teams that gave us trouble last year, it was it was because of the linebacker play. Mm. Right. They had really good linebacker play, especially at that middle linebacker spot. So I think that you look at that, and and not only does it help out you know, our defense, but it also, to me, it helps out our offense as well because now Jalen can play against somebody like that in, in, in practice every day that's going to help him get past yep. whatever it was he was going through when he played those tough teams. Yeah, I mean, I would love to see them, you know, clean that up and just stop putting guys back there, you know, and a lot of, a lot of, a lot of guys, they just roll through just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, Convinced that uh, they're going to go get Van Ginkle from the Dolphins because he was with uh, Fangio last yeah, year. Yeah, but. and he and he and look he had a nice year last year, but he, yeah, he might be a stopgap. And Chris, the the one thing, and I get it. Like I understand the positional value and what guys cost and free agency, and I, I I get why the Eagles operate the way they do. But I also would love to see them just get one good one, and then we don't have to worry about the position and play the roulette game every year for three or four years. Like two years ago, they played yep. roulette, and it worked. T.J. Edwards and Kaiser White, it was good. This year they played roulette, and they lost. If they draft one that can play in the first or second round, they, they know they've got it locked in for four, four years minimum. Yep. Uh, I'm Listen, I would love to have a Patrick Queen or, yep. you know, uh, some of these linebackers look like they can go sideline to sideline in this next draft. So uh, real quick on the Bryce Harper stuff. Um, I'm just going to defend Bryce here because he, he, being the player that he has, and um, you know, he, or the player that he is, he has a responsibility to the other workers that he works with every day to, you know, get as much money as he can. And his value is his contract value is below what his market value is. So he has a responsibility to the rest of the league, um, you know, to the to the player that is the 25th player on the roster, so that that guy's, you know that minimum salary gets bumped up. And, and I understand it's, 
easy for us to look at multimillionaires and say, hey, you know, why is this guy being greedy? And there's definitely some truth to that. But I think there's that, the other side of it, too, where, you know, we all have value in the marketplace and we want the top earners to be able to drive that value up so that we can make more money as, as a whole, as a society, right? I agree with that. And I, and I think that every player thinks that way, especially in Chris, man, it's a good point. Every player thinks that way. Chris, what is your show we should watch? Uh, so I, I'm a loser Lord of the Rings guy, so I'm going to stay away from that stuff. Okay. Um, but uh, Hugh, Jack Reacher on um, Prime yeah, I watched is it. awesome. Yeah, I've watched watch bo- both okay. seasons. Yeah, both seasons. Jack Reacher's well, that they just dude, dropped. Man. I think there's a third one that just Ooh. dropped, too. Oh, it's the third one? Okay, yeah, I would, I'm on it, dude. All right, I'll check that yeah. one out. Chris, check good phone call. Yeah, good stuff, man. And I get it, the idea that Bryce owes it to other players to kind of keep moving the bar up. That's yeah. always it. But the I also will point out, he chose a 13-year deal with a flatter salary, right? Like, as a leader, you know, he's a, a star player, makes a lot of money. He could have shown the way with we take a five-year deal and then we get back to free agency. Like, yeah. you can't have it both ways where, hey, we could take a long deal for a lot of money or we could take a short deal and then we get back to free agency. There's different ways to do it. He, he chose the long deal. Yeah. No one forced him to do it. Yeah, but I also will say that this to that is that the Phillies – Made it seem like it was okay when the when the conversation would be at when we were kicking around the idea of hey, you know he's grossly underpaid. It's like okay, so they feel like you know they they've he's outplayed his contract, so they kind of put this idea in his head initially. That's that's kind of how I read. It. I think you're right. Now can they cut it off? We'll see. Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll get back. And a lot of your phone calls up next. We got to get Hughes' thoughts on something new in Major League Baseball that the players are not on board with right now. And a big night for Spike Eskin last night, who wasn't even the most famous Spike in the building. We'll hit that, and I think we have to do a list of Spike rankings here, all-time Spike rankings. That's next, Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. ESPN Bet is now live in Pennsylvania. As the official sports book of ESPN, ESPN Bet is the only place to find daily exclusives and offers with their favorite ESPN personalities and shows. Sign up today and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Find all your favorite markets and bets like in-game wagering, cross-sport parlays, teasers, and all the props you can handle. That's ESPN Bet. Download today. Oh, what a play. Must be 21 plus. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.